Hey everyone and welcome to this, the sixth episode of Good Friday Films, a podcast where we chat about movies with a Christian perspective. My name is Joe and I'm joined as always by my friend Tilla. Hey everyone, it's good to be back for another good film. It's another Good Friday. Got your tea, I've got my Coke, we've got our, our beverages ready for, for the evening. Always. <laughs> always, always ready. Uh, for any new listeners, this podcast is where we discuss popular movies, plus the themes and values we can get out of them. Mm. In this episode, we are covering the newly released entry in the Mission Impossible franchise, Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. Ooh. So, Tilla, I guess your initial thoughts going into watching this, how are you feeling? What were you, you thinking about? Um... <clears throat> Yeah, well, I just looked at the length of the film <laughs> and I was like, okay, this is going to be a long one. Yeah, you then, were saying coming out of uh, the last movie, you're like, oh, <laughs> no more movies over two oh, hours. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, you know, I kind of went into it like, well, let me just just enjoy it. It's spy action film, you know, bit of comedy and, yeah. and everything. And so I'm like, I'm just going to enjoy it. Um, yeah, nice. So, yeah, like... I don't know. I guess wasn't sure what to expect going into it. Um, I don't think I've watched all the Mission Impossible films. Oh, okay. Um, so, you know, oh, you I go, you're had, missing out. Yeah. I haven't had that um, history. And so maybe through doing this podcast, I'll be able to. Yeah. Um, well, hopefully. Something. Yeah. Because this is one I was really looking forward to this movie. I think yeah, the Mission okay. Impossible franchise is one of my, if not like my most favorite series yeah okay i was really going like hyped up for this i'm like yeah can't wait next tom cruise action <laughs> movie um i loved the sixth mission impossible movies i think it was mission impossible fallout or something was that with um henry cavill yeah henry yeah. cavill so, okay, that movie kiss. was great yeah i think that's that honestly one of the best modern action movies ever released i think that was probably my favorite of well i can't say it it's my favorite because I haven't you seen. You haven't seen all. There's some good, so, but I would like having seen all of them. I think that is the best one yeah. of the lot. Mission Henry Impossible Four. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I was really, really looking forward to it. Mm. Um, just a just kind of a summary before we get into it. Um, Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning Part One is a 2023 American spy action film directed by Christopher McQuarrie. He's the guy who directed, I think, the past two movies. Okay. I um, mean, he's going to direct the next one as well. It is the seventh installment in the Mission Impossible film series and sees Tom Cruise return as Ethan Hunt, whose IMF team match whips, match wits with a powerful entity, my powerful enemy known as, I'll just edit all that out. (laughs) (laughs) No one will know. Uh, No, whose IMF team match wits with a powerful enemy known as the entity. There we go. That was a hard sentence. (laughs) (laughs) Got there. So, uh, the cast includes Tom Cruise, obviously, as the, uh, the star. Um, newcomer Haley Atwell and Asai Morales. Mm. Um, we've got returning cast members Ving Rhames, Simon Pegg, Rebecca Ferguson, and also new Pom Clemente, which I was like surprised by. That's um, Mantis from Gunners of the Galaxy. Oh. She was in this, and I, she did a good job. Yes. I thought, yeah, yeah, she did. She's, yeah, yep. Um, really, funny. a different role <laughs> compared compared to Mantis. Yeah, she's definitely like yeah, like you said, scary. <laughs> Um, so it had a budget of two hundred and ninety-one million dollars, which is mm. quite a lot. Yeah, uh, and it's too early for us because I mean it's only just come out. Yeah, recently, like yeah. a week ago now, ago. Um, less than a week as of recording. Mm. But the opening day, um, I guess, box office was fifteen million in the US. Um, so 
I try to do a bit of research into if that's good or not. <laughs> yep. It's hard to tell. Uh, but it seems to be going well so far. There's kind of some estimates of how much it'll earn in the next five days, whatever. And so, yep. overall, people are kind of saying this is this is doing well, mm. uh, which is good because when it does well, you see more movies like this. That's right. Um, but like you said, yeah, long movie. Had a runtime of two hours and 43 minutes, mm-hmm. which was very long. <laughs> <laughs> you felt it. And one like- uh, I guess interesting tidbit. Um, you, have did you watch that or hear that clip that was circulated Twitter? I think last year or maybe even two years ago now of Tom Cruise, like when he's yelling at this crewman. No. So there was this rant that he went on um, while recording. It was this movie that he was recording, but yeah. he basically like is behind the scenes like audio recording of him just kind of just yelling at this guy mm. um, for not wearing a mask on set, and he's like, oh, you know. We're carrying the industry in this. Like, it's so many people's jobs depend on this. We can't have a COVID outbreak. Um, so, yeah, that's a little fun little fact that came from this movie. <laughs> Gee, Tom Cruise. Yeah, he's he's passionate. You can't, you can't say he's not passionate. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. All right, Tiller. Uh, what's what, your non-plot uh, spoiling summary? What happened in this movie? Well, uh, Ethan Hunt is contacted again by the IMF um, for a mission. Um, should he accept? And he <laughs> <laughs> chooses to accept this mission. What? Yeah. <laughs> has he ever Surprise. not accepted one of these missions? <laughs> no. I don't think he has. No. And the mission is he's been tasked with finding a key um, and then also, uh, I guess, locating this key and bringing it back to the IMF. And this key uh, is the key to the entity, I believe. Mm. And has a has a purpose. Has a purpose, and uh, let's let's the adventure. I won't say anymore because I'll, yeah, nice. I'll spoil it. It's that a would, fun that movie. would undermine the the name yeah. <laughs> of the non plot spoily summary. Yeah, uh, good job, nice. Mm. So, I guess even from that summary, you can kind of see it's a very bare bones plot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's getting a key. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally the uh, entire plot of this movie. Yeah, um, and that's not really a spoiler because you kind of. Like, from the very first scene. Mm. Um, but it's only part kinda, one. It is only part one. So, I guess that's worth... I mean, it's in the title, but yeah. we don't want any I mean, disgruntled viewers um, going into it expecting a full, I guess, complete arc. Yeah. It is the part one of a, mm. of a two-part movie. I think part two is coming out next year in June, yeah. I think, is when it's... They finished filming. They're in post-production now. So, mm. that should come out next year. Well, yeah, it makes sense now that, like, the first part is just them locating the key and now the other half will be... And getting- following on from that. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Getting to whatever this key unlocks or whatever. Yeah. So that's the second half. No, that's right. It'll it'll kind of... And I think because I knew it was a part one, mm. going into this one, I did kind of have set my expectations accordingly around, I guess, what the end of it would be in. Like, yep. what what... What would be building up when? So I was like, yeah, okay. So they're setting kind of their groundwork for the second movie here and yeah, some things there. But yeah, let's get into, I guess, our um, review a little bit. What were some of the things that you liked or didn't like in this movie, Tiller? Uh, it's funny. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of great funny moments, mm. great action scenes. This whole series is just yeah. super funny. Very hilarious. Yeah. Um, classic, just really cheesy spy action yeah dialogues <laughs> and scenes um you know just car chase scenes through europe as yeah always. yeah no there's some really cool uh action scenes in it and all those kinds of things yeah great 
yeah, fight scenes and um, yeah, like again, basic plot, but um, they do enough around the characters and mm. um, to to kind of just flesh it out a little bit and make it fun and entertaining. So yeah, overall enjoyable. Okay, cool. Yeah, no, I think maybe just like a an over a surface level um, summary. Mm. I think going into this movie, I had very high expectations. Mm coming off the previous one yep and that definitely didn't help (laughs) so i like if you look at the the reviews currently for this movie from the critics and all that it's getting very good reviews i think it's on rotten tomatoes at least it's like 98 percent really um it's got like five stars on whatever does five stars maybe imdb or something It's, it's getting really good reviews yeah and i don't really agree, I think. Okay. So, yeah. I was a bit let down, I'd say. I wouldn't say it's a bad movie, yeah. by any means. Um, and definitely not the worst Mission Impossible movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you've seen them, that that title goes to number two. That was by far the worst one. Um, but definitely didn't hit the like the same levels as the previous one, yeah. I felt. Yeah. Uh, and there's a lot in that. And so, I could probably unpack some of that before we get into spoilers. Mm. Um, Understandable. As someone who's been following this franchise yeah. for a long time. You'd know it's good. And yeah, I've got, I guess you've got something to compare. You've got a good against. range. Yeah, and similarly to, like, I guess, the um, Spider-Verse sequel. Yeah. Like, with Mission Impossible 6, it was such a great movie. Yeah. You've set yourself up to fail. It's, like, so rare to kind of hit the same level twice in a row. Yeah. Um, so, they, <laughs> they didn't make it easy for themselves, and I don't <laughs> think they quite hit um, the mark for me, at least, of, yeah. like... This is as good mm. um, as even the last three, I would say. Yep. Um, but before I get into, I guess, the things I didn't like, mm. it's it's good to start positive, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, I mean, Mission Impossible isn't Mission Impossible without the stunts. Exactly. What do you think about the, the stunt work for this without kind of get, giving anything away, really? I love the stunt work. Mm. Genuinely enjoyed the stunt work um, from... The, you know, fight scenes to them just driving through Europe. And, yeah. Um, and then, you know, the ultimate stunt at the end. Where oh, yeah. He, I won't spoil it um, yeah. just yet. Um, yeah. We won't spoil it, even though you're probably already having spoiled by all the marketing <laughs> around this movie. <laughs> That's true. You've probably seen all these clips around of him. Um, but yeah, no, there's some, a real, some really quality stunts. Yeah. I mean, the stunt that you're talking about, I think it's considered like that, that the- His most dangerous stunt. Well, they're calling it like the biggest stunt in cinema history, even. Wow. Um, which I don't know; it's a big claim. Understandable, but, though. but it is like when you look into some of the behind the scenes and what kind of that he's actually doing, mm. it is quite impressive and terrifying. Like, and terrifying, <laughs> yeah. What if the parachute didn't work? Yeah, yeah there's a parachute involved. Um, <laughs> but no, it, there's some really impressive stuff with the stunts. Like you said, even the driving around mm. is really good. Mm. Um, well, well, Tom Cruise is always really good at stunt work. He is <laughs> at this point. He is one of the best yeah. stunt people, like stunt men out there. Yeah. Um. Just actor or not. Yep. Um. I did like that whole end sequence. Um. Because you have that main stunt, Ooh. but it doesn't kind of just stop there. I was always expecting, um, that that would be the stunt, and then it'd kind of be like, oh yeah, it would just end <laughs> yep some action would happen and then the movie would just end yep um but there was it pretty much i wouldn't say it got bigger than that but it almost did continued the momentum. Like it continued the momentum yeah the tension the action was still intense from that point onwards yep i, I was impressed by the whole ending sequence it mm. was it was really good and like you said like some of the fight cho- uh, choreography and 
the driving, all like all that stuff's really good. Yeah. Um, stunt work, yeah, good, good stuff. Some I of liked- the stunts were funny too. Like, yeah, <laughs> like, that shouldn't have happened. Like, yeah, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, there's a bit of a uh, suspension of disbelief. <laughs> yeah, that's right. No, there was some cool stuff. Um, we'll unpack that a little bit more in spoilers. Um, I did like the the base concept of the plot. Yep. Like, um, the idea of this entity, which I won't, I guess, spoil what it is, because that was a surprise to me going into it, what the enemy was or who the enemy was. Mm. Um, but I did like a lot of the concepts there. I thought that was, I guess, um, different yep. from uh, the rest of the series. Yeah. There was a really cool opening to the movie. They, the movie starts on the submarine. Yeah. Um, which is really cool. That was, that's great. I liked that. <laughs> Very unique. Um, and I think there were parts of this movie that, having just watched the recent John Wick, oh, there were like the you desert. could definitely see the um, the <laughs> desert scene. Yeah, uh, there's like a scene in a club. Yep. I'm like, okay, they're definitely being inspired by John Wick here. Yeah, I picked that on that as well straight yeah. away from when he was riding the horse. Yeah, the that's right. Like, and oh. so in some senses, that's good because I like a lot of those scenes. But at the same time, you can't help but feel like you're getting discount John Wick. <laughs> <laughs> You're yes. like you're watching. I'm like, oh, this reminds me of that other movie. That's better. Yeah. <laughs> I could go watch instead. Yeah. Um. So in that sense, it kind of hurts it a little bit because mm. it doesn't really. It feels a bit like John Wick, but it's not John Wick. Yeah. So definitely, that was good. Um. Anything else that you liked before I get into a bit of the stuff that I didn't like? Good cast. Good cast. Yeah. Good yep. villains. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty standard. It's an action movie, right? Yeah. So yeah. It had good action. Good action. Okay, I guess that's what you're wanting. Yep. I think for me, um, I guess I'll go into some of the reasons why I look at it. I'm like a bit disappointed. Okay. Um, Mission Impossible for me is like it is great action, and it's become really good stunt work. Um, so specifically the last this is now now four movies. Mm. It, has almost become like, what is the next stunt that Tom Cruise is going to do? Yeah. Which is great. Like, you go to it to see the stunt that he's done in real life or whatever. Yeah. Um, but it hasn't always been just about the stunt work. Mm. So, if you look back at the first three, I mean, mm. even just one and three, we can kind of forget two. Um, it, like, there's a lot of good acting there. Good stories. Good too. stories. But the character and the character of Ethan Hunt, who Tom Cruise plays, he's like this really sincere- um, serious guy who's portrayed really well by Tom Cruise. Yep. And for me, this movie, with the acting specifically, at times really fell through. You felt like you were let down by the acting? Yeah. Like Tom I, Cruise, necessarily? Tom Cruise, a few a few people. Okay. Um, but that was kind of disappointing to me because it did feel like he was um, not phoning it in, but I potentially, and this also potentially leads to the writing and the the pacing of the whole thing and even the plot when you- like when they expanded out a bit more, yeah, it feels rushed and it feels like uh, stuff happens too quickly, and then he has to re- react in a certain way, and it doesn't feel genuine because it's happened so quickly and because yep. it just it's been edited so weirdly. Um, like with the editing, for example, there's I, I know like these are kind of Mission Impossible shots where they have this real close up on the face, mm-hmm. like it's just center of frame, someone's face. You kind of you don't see the forehead, you don't see the chin. It's just like super zoomed in. Yep. But that felt like a lot of this movie. A lot of the dialogue was just these random, super close shots, like the kind of shot and then reverse shot, people talking. And there was like a scene in an airport where there's three of them sitting there talking. And for me, I'm like, are they even in the same room? <laughs> like, <laughs> there are no wides. The angle of all the close-ups are constantly switching. Yeah. And I'm just watching it. It's just it's very disorienting to watch. Yeah. Um, 
And yeah, so for that, that was really weird to me as well. Do you think that, that because they were going for a different feel? Well, it didn't like that? it didn't necessarily okay. feel different. Okay. Because like I said, those shots are kind of iconic for Mission Impossible. Even from the start, they kind of have the Dutch angle that yep. tilts. Yep. Um, and they have the close up of the face. There was just too much of that. Is that what you? There was saying? just too much, okay. and it was also cut super rapidly. Right. Some of those dialogue scenes, it felt cut almost like it's an action. It's like <laughs> one, two, one, two. Tom um, and then sixty. <laughs> yeah. Can't do long dialogue scenes. <laughs> oh, no, but it's not even, like the dialogue. Uh, long dialogue is good. Yeah. But just the editing was super weird. Okay. Um, and I think, yeah, that kind of put me out of it a little bit. I did have the thought because looking into the production of this, COVID did interfere quite a lot. Yeah. Um, so, they were kind of filming this during, almost during height of the pandemic. Um, and so, you see like the casting choices- had to be sh- shuffled around. People were signed on and then they couldn't because of COVID. And then production was shut down a couple of times because people got COVID right. and um, the budget was blown out. Yeah. And so potentially What's that might've impacted like the writing and even the editing. Maybe they were shooting people in different locations at different times. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of, I guess, giving it a bit of grace. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think overall it just feels a bit weaker and like <laughs> it was a bit of oh, the action. The action's still good. Mm. It's good action. That's where you go. But the plot wasn't as compelling for me. Yeah. The villain, like the guy who plays the the main like villain, Isai Morales, I think he is. Yep. He wasn't that scary. I think especially compared to the, the previous couple of villains, he just kind of is this creep. Yeah, he was <laughs> a bit creepy. Like yeah. That. yeah. Um, even at the end he has this like really cringe moment <laughs> right at the end of the movie. It's like super cliche. I'm like, oh okay, that was that. Um yep. Yeah, I don't know. It's like, I mean, it's a long movie mm. and you definitely feel the length again. Yeah, well, hopefully part two will pick Yeah, up. so that's my hopes is like, okay, well, maybe a lot of this is due to COVID. Yep. Maybe part two, which isn't, hasn't Out been impacted COVID. as much. Yeah. We'll have a lot of that kind of thing. Mm. Um, anyway, that's a lot of bad stuff I've said about <laughs> it. Don't get me wrong. It's a good movie. Yeah. Like, I enjoyed it still and there's a lot to like there. Amen. I think I've definitely been- What's the word? Uh, my lens was shaded by, um, I guess, how much I was looking forward to it. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, probably a bit more disappointment. Yeah. Rather than just like, it's it's not a terrible movie. No. Um, yeah, anything else to add with the non-spoilers before we, we move on? No, no. Great. Well, what's yeah. what's your rating for this one? I give it a 6 out of 10. 6 out of 10. Okay. Yeah. So, above average. Above average, yeah. Yeah, that seems reasonable. Yeah, I said it was good. Yeah. It was good. Um, it's nothing more than that. It's a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, go and watch it. If you're looking for entertainment, action, and a yeah. bit of a laugh. Yeah, a yeah. long movie, um, yeah. but no, it's it's fun. Mm. And there's definitely stuff in there worth seeing, like even just for the stunts themselves. In the action, yeah. Yeah, there's no really no other movie. I mean, John Wick a little bit, but there's no other movies being made at the moment that have- similar effort put into the like the choreography and the stunt work yeah um and so like i want to see more of that yep so i would recommend go watch it so that we get more of that mm. um but yeah okay so that's our our non-spoilers um non-spoiler section done so if you haven't seen the movie maybe pause it here go and watch it <laughs> uh and then come resume and we're going to get into a bit of our thoughts with spoilers woo uh all right well i'll start us off um, it was cool. Kittredge, the guy, Henry, I don't know how to pronounce his last name, Kazerny or something. Mm. 
he's returned. So if you haven't seen um, the first Mission Impossible movie, um, the Kittredge, the guy who's like uh, in the in the movie, he's in the scenes where Tom Cruise like gasses them all. And he's not gas, and he talks to him. Right. He's oh yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. he's was in the first, the first Mission one. Impossible movie, and he hasn't been seen since. So he's wow. back in this one, so good. which is a cool get. Uh, definitely playing a very similar character to what he was in the first movie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I liked that. What was, I guess, getting into some more of the specifics. Uh, let's start with the stunt work. How cool was that That cliff jump? <laughs> it was so good. It was amazing. Yeah, I just... Yeah, no, it was really cool. Um, I don't know how many motorbikes were sacrificed for that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can tell you. I can yeah, tell you. We, we can look, look it, up. it up. I think they did like eight jumps. Wow. Um, eight jumps. I mean, that's like ballsy to do eight jumps eight times he was putting his life on the line i think oh uh, it was ridiculous incredible oh six times here we go he filmed the scene an astonishing six times yeah um, six motorbikes were six motorbikes were sacrificed Come on, Tom Cruise. <laughs> I'm, yeah, have you seen the behind the scenes video of this um kind of bits of it yeah yeah because yeah. they have like in the movie it's he's jumping off this cliff face but in real life they had the giant ramp mm. right yeah um so that for me, I was like, oh, okay, I know this giant cliff is CGI. Yeah, um, it looked pretty CGI. It looked pretty CGI, <laughs> which is funny, isn't it? How yeah. the CGI in the scene stands out so much. It did. But then as soon as he goes over the edge, yep. that look, that's all real. Real, yeah. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> that was amazing. That was so cool. And even just watching it, thinking about the cameraman or whoever's filming him behind. I don't mm. know how they did the filming. Mm. I feel like there was someone jumping behind him. Yeah, they have. They would have had to, I think. Yeah. Yes. But that was really, like, such a long shot of him falling. Exactly. And <laughs> the fact that he was talking and they captured audio of him talking yeah. while- there's While like falling. Free falling and there's wind blasting around him. So, I thought that was really cool. I think looking at some of the behind the scenes, they might have edited together- him actually skydiving talking with actual cliff jump itself yeah okay but yeah even so it makes sense yeah i mean you'd <laughs> yeah it's risky enough as it is yeah but that was super cool and i like they've definitely um like they were highlighting it as they were building up to it they're like mm-hmm. going up the mountain and all everyone in the audience knows okay this is the, this is the jump <laughs> <laughs> yeah. this is what we've come for yeah. <laughs> and he's like gets to the top of the cliff oh and then it looks further up i'm gonna go up there <laughs> Yeah. And then he goes for the jump and it's like got a whole, like it pans back and it's got different angles of him jumping. Yeah. Very cool. Mm. Really cool. Um, but yeah, what I was saying was that was, that was really cool. Mm. But then going forward, like the rest of the stunts um, after that were also awesome. Like he lands on the train, right? Yes. Crashes through the window, which is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> was that what you were talking about, about the unrealistic stunts? Uh... The exaggeration, like he wouldn't have survived that. No, it's, it's other stuff. But, oh, okay. Um, but that's a, one example of him yeah. flying into a yeah. train through the wall. <laughs> that's definitely exaggerated. Yeah, 100%. Um, but then they get they get onto the roof of the train and they do this big that fight cool. there. Yeah. For me, that was a bit of a um, a throwback to Mission Impossible 1 because they yeah. do a similar fight in oh, that cool. one. And then they crash the train. Yeah. So, this is- I didn't know. But that train that was crashed apparently was like a real train. Wow. They built- like a train. Yeah. And sent off a cliff. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. And Very it, it looked really cool. <laughs> yeah. And then that whole sequence just kept going. Yeah. Like it, oh. it crashed. I was like, this is going to end. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Two 
10 any, minutes. Yeah, that's right. Any other movie, like, the train stops and that's it. And you're yeah. like, all right, they did it. But this train stops and then it slowly rolls off and one carriage falls. Yeah. And then oh, another carriage okay. falls. And then it's like they're going through the different carriages. And yeah. I thought that was really cool. That was, I think that was cool for me, then mm. the cliff jump. Mm. Because it's like running through the kitchen and there's oil splashing everywhere. And then- oh, yeah, exactly. So much danger. Yeah. yeah so many flying objects you got to dodge and like weave. Oh, and, it like- was cool. And then it wasn't the train drops and they go like airborne for a second. Yeah. I, th- I heard someone in the cinema gasp in that moment. <laughs> there's someone there like, what? <laughs> so, that was that pretty was cool. cool. Yeah. yeah. I really liked that. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe I'll just do a summary of the plot for those who are sticking with us. And That would be nice. And haven't watched it, which come on, guys, get on. get with the program. I understand point. you want to stay and listen, but watch the movie. Do it. Um, but yeah, basically the the movie starts with, I guess we join this Russian submarine crew mm. um, underneath the the Arctic ice caps, mm. um, and they've got some narration going about having this great stealth system that mm. means they are undetectable by any country. Mm. But then on their radar, mm. like a mysterious enemy submarine appears mm. and fires at them so they launch like a counter-attack yep but then all of a sudden the the radar get all the enemy disappears mm. so like it's a glitch in the system but then their missile that they have actually fired turns around and hits them and makes them crash mm. um anyway you learn over the course of the movie that that submarine mm. was carrying source code for this artificial intelligence this ai yeah names of the entity. entity um and this entity has become I guess, self-aware. Sentient. Gain sentience. And it is like- You're telling me this thing has a mind of its own? A lot of the dialogue of this was so cheesy. <laughs> the whole conversation around- The briefing. The, the briefing. Oh, they were so like, drawn out. Yeah, it went for so long. <laughs> and then they did another one halfway through. Yeah. Like in that boardroom, they did another briefing another on it. Another briefing. Oh, anyway, that's- that's getting into stuff I didn't like. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, you learn this This AI ha- has sentience and it has access to the internet. Mm. And so, it basically knows everything. Mm. And through algorithms, can basically predict all and every outcome. Like chess. Yep. It can kind of run every possibility to its inevitable outcome. Yep. And then move its pawns to change the outcome to it's what it wants. always ahead of the game. Yeah. It's always ahead of the game. Mm. And so- Ethan Hunt has been sent by the IMF, the Impossible impossible Mission Force, Mm. to find the key to this thing's physical source code location. Yep. He doesn't know what that's what it's for. He just knows he needs a key. Yeah. Um, And the IMF really wants to- Kittredge, who's the guy in charge of the IMF, he wants to use the source code and, Mm. like, control the AI so that they can basically infiltrate enemy states using AI in their systems. It's a lot of power. Yeah, it's all, it's too much power for one man, Tiller. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It's too much. Um, but yeah, then there's obviously all these other uh, nations that are also after it. Yep. And then you find out that the the AI, the entity, has hired its own people mm. to go and get the key to like protect itself. Yep. And so the villain, I guess the the human villain. Um, is hired by the entity and kind of almost worships it like God. Yeah. It's like, it knows everything. Yeah. It has, has determined what will happen and when it will happen. Yep. It predicts the future. Yeah. Like we have no choice but to submit. We yeah. should stop fighting. It's- we just need to give in to this entity. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's like a lot going on there, but also there's not much. Like mm. it's a very basic cl- plot. Yep. Ethan needs to find the key to destroy the entity and yeah. the entity is trying to stop him from destroying him. Yeah. Um, 
But there's a lot in that plot as well, which I'm like, like, it's cool. So I guess getting into that, like with the, the stuff I liked, the concept of the AI and the AI, I guess, being all knowing and Ethan having to fight against something that can predict his every move yep. is cool. Like, yeah. I like that, that idea. That is cool. That's like the next challenge for him, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. It's like predict what they will predict. It's like Sherlock Holmes. If yeah. you've ever seen that Sherlock Holmes sequel. Yep. Um, Game of Shadows, I think it is. But yeah, he's like- Well, at some point his enemies have to like get much get more better. difficult and better for him. Yeah. It's like, well, AI. That's right. <laughs> And, and I think AI was, for me, I mean, yeah, so that idea of the AI or the enemy guessing mm. in, and then he has to guess what they'll guess, and then they will guess that already, and that's cool. And I liked, because of that, the entire movie, Ethan Hunt, like, he doesn't win at all. Mm. Every situation he's in, he kind of fails yep. until basically the last scene of the movie, and yeah. he finally gets a win in, which yep. I like. I'm like, that's so cool. Finally. Set up right for the second movie, where he, now he's on, the like, the front leg, I guess. Mm. Um. But yeah, what were your thoughts around that whole concept with the AI? Yeah, yeah, really good. Um, I enjoyed that. Like I said, Ethan having a uh, a challenge where he uh, hasn't been presented with before. Like, this thing is like way ahead yeah. of everyone. And, um, <clears throat> and I guess him having to realize, man, like the stakes are a lot higher now. Like my teammates could die. Yeah. Like, People that get involved could die and like, yeah. And so I, I really enjoyed that yeah. aspect of it. No, there was a lot in there to enjoy. Mm. Um, but I think when I kind of get into it letting me down a little bit, I guess there are some aspects of it that I'm like, so for example, the um, the fact that it's an AI specifically, mm. to me kind of feels a bit cheap in the sense <laughs> that AI is now the the big thing. In the world. Um, which I mean, I'd like to talk about after. Um after that, we, we, we kind of get into the values section. Yep. Um, but to me, it's like, oh, they've gone, oh, what's the next hot thing that's coming up? Oh, a- AI. All right, that's the enemy. <laughs> Deep fake technology. Yeah, that's right. It's going to pretend to be someone. <laughs> um, which I, I did like that sequence where he's pretending to be Benji through the microphone. Yeah. That was cool. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, it's like, okay, yeah, AI is the, the, big, the big bad internet program. You know, <laughs> it is almost like a tried... Like yeah. a, a cliche kind of at this point. Yep. Um, I did also think that despite being, I guess, such a long movie, that whole concept felt rushed. Mm. Um, and like you kind of touched on it. There's so much explanation going on for this AI. Yeah. They're like, they have two briefing scenes, almost three briefing scenes yeah. about what this AI is. Yeah. <laughs> like, Including under- the nightclub scene? Where, like- yeah, the night- they've got the nightclub scene. They've That's got so drawn when in. he talks about Benji <laughs> yeah. um, and I've forgotten his other friend's name, but he talks to them about what it is. Mm. And then they've got very start, mm. the opening where he gets briefed on what the AI yeah. is. They've got the other scene with Kittredge briefing like the CIA head. Yep. And then even the start, when they're in the Russian submarine, they kind of brief it. And yeah. So, it's like this five lot. moments where they're explaining what the AI is. Yeah. Like, oh, mate. So, that got- I'm like, what are you guys- <laughs> <laughs> We get it. <laughs> yeah, we get it. Get to the action. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, they could have cut out a lot of those like, briefings. Yeah. It would have made it just lot. like a good two-hour, ten-minute film. Yeah. It would have been much, like, cleaner. Yeah. But also then, there's- there's things that feel rushed mm. for me. So, like, he ju- the movie jumps from the Russian submarine to Ethan receiving the message. Then he's suddenly in the desert. Yeah. So, then it's a briefing room and he's there again. Mm. So, then we find out that Ilsa isn't dead. Yep. Like, we have a scene 
where she dies. Then immediately after we find out she isn't dead. Yeah. So that was kind of like for nothing as well. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's a lot of jumping around places with not much, at least at the start of the movie, it kind of feels like it's doesn't really know how to get started. Yeah. Um, so that was a bit frustrating. Let's mm. talk about Ilsa though. That, oh, mate, Ilsa Faust dies in this. Yeah. I think that's her last name, Faust or whatever. Yeah. Oh, so frustrating. Rough. Because you, you saw All Out. Did you see the one before that? No, Five. I don't think. No. So that's when she was introduced. Yep. Um, but yeah, so basically we get meet this new character, Brace, mm. who's like a pickpocket. Yep. The most <laughs> annoying character in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> she's like she's so dumb. <laughs> I think that's the whole point of it, I think. I'm oh man. Well, she's a pickpocket. She's supposed to be smart, but Yeah. Yeah. But the, the, like most of this movie, a full hour of this movie is her running away <laughs> yeah ethan's like don't run she runs yeah. she gets caught yeah. he, he helps her don't run she runs <laughs> oh leaves man. him on a train track about to die yeah <laughs> leaves him to die on a train i track. thought that was really funny yeah. <laughs> that was pretty good yeah. yeah see ya he walks out with the um steering wheel yeah. <laughs> that was good yeah uh, but that annoyed me so much that's that whole character arc. i don't understand so mm. If you haven't watched five and six, Ilsa Faust's whole arc is, I guess I'm going to spoil the other movies a little bit. Yeah. Um, but she's like like an agent who's similar to Ethan Hunt. She's being controlled by her government, though. Mm. Um, and so, she has to learn to trust Ethan. Yep. And eventually, kind of they work together and then she's on his team. Yep. And then in this movie, they meet Grace, who is in trouble with her government um, on the run, yep. needs to learn to trust Ethan. Yep. Eventually, they work together and she's on his team. Takes <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> She's a whole an idiot hour. as well. <laughs> yeah. So, for me, it's like they've just redone the whole journey that we saw with Ilsa yep. again yep. with a worse character yep. and they kill off Ilsa. Yes. Which, I, yes, I was frustrated about that. It just feels cheap to me. It, it doesn't feel like good writing. Yeah. Um, and it, I mean, it was sad because I'm like, this is a character that I enjoy. I enjoy she's like, a good character. character Ilsa. Yeah. But it was a bit cheap of like, if they killed someone like uh, Benji or they killed someone like, um, oh, what's his name? Who does, hey, I'm going to look this up. Oh, here we go. Luther. That's it. Luther. Ah. So, it's Benji and Luther. So, if, if Benji or Luther had died, I felt like that would have had a bigger impact on the story. Mm. These are characters who've been like for, there for many more movies. Yeah. Much closer to Ethan. And we wouldn't have to rehash the same character arc with a new character. Yep. Um. But yeah, that just was another thing that kind of frustrated me. Yeah. Um, yeah, I did. I didn't. I mean, we've dove into the stuff I didn't like. There was a lot I liked. It wasn't. Yeah, the yellow car. <laughs> yeah, that was really cool. That wasn't was it? super. I liked like when that. She, when the yellow car was going down the stairs. Yeah, um, that was so funny. <laughs> and then the big black thing just smashes through like the the railing, the concrete yeah. railing. I thought that was really yeah, funny. Oh, it was cool. <laughs> and I liked when, even when they're going. He's getting like, I've got a same vehicle, and they pan past this. BMW. Yeah. And he presses it and it's just like this yellow. <laughs> uh, yeah. That was good. That was a good gag. Mm. Um, and even, yeah, just driving down the stairs and then he's like, get out of the way. Get out of the way. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was fun. It was, yeah. a, it was a good time. Mm. And just the way he navigated it, like weaving it back and forth and through the tunnels. Oh, yeah. Through um, the tunnel, the escape. Yeah. I like that. The, on the train the tracks. black car and the cops and they had to- to reverse down this tunnel. Yeah. yeah. So, What's he going to do? Yeah. 
That yeah. was fun. And it had a fun moments as well, like they're handcuffed together, which is <laughs> yeah. a, a cool concept. And yeah. he had to like tell Grace how to drive a couple yeah. times. <laughs> and then she's like, no, you drive. Yeah. <laughs> so that was fun. I did mm. like that. Mm. Um, I think there were a couple fun mask scenes as well. Yeah. Yeah. Reveals of people who are masked. Real life deep fake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, like the moment in the, um, where he gasses like the entire Oh, the boardroom board scene? Like- I was just thinking, like, has the security guys not picked up on anything here? Like, yeah, he just why, walks are they, are they in not there, like checking on him and stuff like that. Yeah, like, okay, he's it's a bit awkward. He's there for like five minutes, just yeah, there, just like. watching. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was it was pretty easy to kind of tell. Oh, this is Ethan. He's here to yeah, yeah, yeah. So then he do gives something. them like a thing, and then like he just puts it on, and then like yeah, the I like that though. It's yeah. like oh, he's about to take out everyone here. <laughs> <laughs> he knew. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> um. No, but it was it was it had some good moments, and I, I did like a lot of it. Um, yeah, yeah. Any other things that you I guess you enjoyed or didn't enjoy? Any other thoughts around it? Um, nah, nah. It was good. Yep. Yeah. I guess one thing I was confused about Kittredge, that character. Yep. I think the entire world of Mission Impossible is. It does feel a bit all over the place. Yeah. Like, who is in charge? Mm. I think they had the the director, the past two movies, and all of a sudden, Kittredge is back, and he was in the first movie, mm. and he was in charge. And I'm like, okay, so who answers to who? This one, it kind of paints it out that- And I have a joke about it. It's like, so, you just have this guy who you sometimes ask if he can do something- and if he wants to, he does it. Yeah. <laughs> Which I'm like, that was funny. Yeah. But that is kind of what we're at now. Yeah, really. <laughs> there, there is no structure. You just send this guy a letter and hope he does what you want. <laughs> yeah. He's gone um, rogue. He's gone rogue again. So, we finished recording the podcast, but we just have had a couple more thoughts about the next movie. This is the last- Next one's going to be the last Mission Impossible movie. Because mm. um, Ethan's getting- Or Tonkery's getting old. He's 61 now. Do you think they're going to kill off Ethan Hunt next movie? Man, I think it would probably be the way to go out. Yeah. You know. Some epic stunts. Yeah, I think so. And then Some- he dies in real life. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Cruise is like, I'm too old. Yeah. I'm going out in a ball of fire. Yeah. Or will they leave us in suspense with like sort of like a plot twist? Did he die or did he not? Like, will they do maybe like a Batman well, they, but if they, we know it's the last movie and he's not planning to do any more, yeah. you'd think that he'd be hope, aiming for some kind of satisfying conclusion. Yeah. So the, the options are he has happy ever after, right? He ends up back with his wife from the previous Oh. But she's with someone else now, I think. Yeah. Maybe so he just ends up unlikely. with Grace. Ends up with Grace. Which is also weird because he's yeah. way too old for any of the yeah. women now. <laughs> yeah. Um, has a happy ever after. Maybe he retires with Benji and they hang out somewhere. Mm. He dies, mm. which is also. I mean, that's like the, the um. I was almost going to spoil another movie, mm. um, but that's like a popular way to end yep. movies these days. It's yep. just to kill the main character. <laughs> and I mean, it would make sense. He's like the spy. Like, yeah. there is only he can only die yeah. realistically at the end of the day. Like, he's, he's just going to keep going till he gets too old and slow and dies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Or they set up a new main character. Oh, okay. And I know um, Jeremy Renner, who's not in this one, wasn't in the previous one, but was mm. in three and four, no, four and five. Mm. He, they originally hired him to set up as the replacement for Ethan Hunt. Yeah, okay. But he's gone now. 
Yeah, he's getting old too. Apparently, he has one movie left on his contract, so he might be back in the next one. Mm. Oh. Um, so that that would be that would be my guess is either they try and set up someone else to replace him because it's just such a big franchise. Mm. It is one of the biggest franchises. Successful, yeah. Um, and so they can keep making Mission Impossible movies without Tom Cruise, or yep. they kill him, <laughs> <laughs> or they kill him. Yeah, yeah. So we'll have to wait and see. Yeah. what happens um but it'll be interesting for sure yeah so i am i am looking forward to the next one yeah despite i think that if if they're gonna i think they'll they'll, they'll go all out for sure like yeah it's not gonna... so. well they finished recording now so yeah I, yeah I it's no just editing now don't let us down on the editing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> don't let joe down on the editing you know what i do know there's gonna be one thing because did you see that clip on youtube or twitter of tom cruise riding a plane like a prop plane no i did not yeah, let me show it to you real quick. It's just- <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that insane? It just dies. My stomach would have dropped. What? Oh, wow. Yeah, wow. I mean, that they should just use that as a trailer. <laughs> that, that is, like, that's ridiculous. Yeah. So I'm keen for the next one. Mm. Like, even this random video <laughs> just looks amazing. Yeah. Um, it will, yeah. But yeah, hope, my hopes are that his acting's a bit better in this next one. <laughs> it's a bit more compelling. Yeah. I think without the COVID and all the interruptions and stuff, it should, hopefully it should be good. Yeah. Um, so hopefully they go out in a bang, just like on steroids, you know, all the Mission Impossibles come together yeah. <laughs> and just one climactic <laughs> film, you know, yeah. everything. You it's c- actually just all the movies. <laughs> <laughs> everything from all the movies. Yeah. Just one big all the callbacks, yeah. <laughs> all the characters. They all do like a bow at the end. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. No, I want to go see. Watching this movie has made me want to go back and watch. Well, first I want to watch them all again, mm. but I want to rewatch um the previous one again. Yeah, it's just so good. Ah, oh, it's so I good. Want... I'd rewatch it. Yeah, let us know if you guys want us to rewatch. Just full out. Watch all of them. <laughs> <laughs> so, do yeah. Some, do some reviews of all the Mission Impossible movies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cool. All right. Well, let's get into I guess some of the the values or messages we got out of this. Did you have any thoughts around that? Well, you kind of touched on it. Trust. Is oh, yeah. Sort of what I mostly got out of it. The trust mm. between um, <laughs> Grace and uh, Ethan. Right. She's like gotten herself into this situation where she has no idea how deep she's Yeah, how in. much trouble she's in. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. He's kind of caught her trying, doing what she knows best, which is thieving, thieving yeah. trying to steal. The, the key. Um, she has no idea really what this key does and what it's for. Um, and yeah, I guess they go through this whole journey of like trust. Like you got to trust me. You have no idea what you're in. I know better than you. I'm, like you've gotten yourself into deep with so many people. Like yeah. you got to trust me. But then she keeps running away every time he <laughs> saves her. Oh, um, dear. Like four or five times she, <laughs> until she's forced yeah to, to sort of just trust him he has no option he has no than... options literally yeah like we are your only option like yeah you have to stop running which away. at least is someone dying basically her running away yep yeah. yeah so um i thought that was really yeah cool. that's true that's a real cool parallel mm. with mm. um i guess trust in in god yeah trust in god you know a lot of the times um <clears throat> Jesus will find us in our lowest broken moments. <laughs> yeah. Um, and establishing that trust with God 
isn't, you know, an overnight thing. You don't automatically trust God. It's a journey of making mistakes and then coming back to him and like trusting him again and him pursuing you. And um, yeah, like that, I guess that's what I saw as well. It's like Ethan didn't give up on this girl. He could have easily like, all right, whatever. Um, but I guess she was tied to the key and, and everything. So um, and I had to. Yeah, yeah. But there were many moments where he um, could have just left her. He could have left her, but I think it's because there was that, you could tell there were moments where he like did care about yeah. her life. Like he- Well, yeah. And like Tom Cruise has almost taken on this savior role. In the yeah. movie. He's like, I love you more than I'll love myself. Almost is <laughs> like, I'll always care for you more than I can care for myself. Exactly. Mm. That's right. Um, always, yeah. He says that to her. Yeah. Uh, if you join our team. Um, yeah. But yeah, I guess the, the parable of, um, yeah, the prodigal son. <laughs> yeah. Um, how Jesus pursues us uh, relentlessly. Um, he knows better than us and mm. um, he's willing to go through danger for us. Uh, and he does. Like he puts his life on the line for us, ultimately ends up dying in order to save us. He, he goes into our brokenness to death itself. Yeah. Um, to overcome us with his love. And to show us that he is trustworthy. He's willing to the, yeah. go to the point of death to show us, I'm that trustworthy. You can trust me. Right. Um, and so I thought that was really cool. That is cool. And like, yeah, what you said, the prodigal son, um, this idea of, well, Ethan Hunt chases Grace like around the world. He rescues her again and again. And then every time she does the wrong thing, yeah. like she runs away, gets in trouble. She needs mm. rescuing again, mm. runs away, gets in trouble, needs rescuing again. And that is the state of our relationship with God. Mm. Um, and, I mean, the Bible is a really good reflection of that. If you look at the, the Israelites throughout the Old Testament, of time and time again, they get into trouble. God comes and rescues them. Yep. They run off and do, get into trouble again. Um, yeah. And so, but that is just a reflection of each of us as individuals. And so, mm. yeah, the prodigal son, if you haven't, haven't read it, it's in Luke chapter 15. Um, this parable that Jesus tells about um, this son who basically runs away from his father, Mm -hmm. uh, gets into trouble, Mm. um, and then returns, kind of remorse. And the father sees him coming and just runs and forgives him, basically showers him with love. Takes him in, yeah. Yeah, and that, I think, is... I mean, that is our relationship with God, um, and it's not a one-off thing. Like, that does reflect all of our need to turn to God and kind of say, I'm like in a world of trouble here. Mm. I need, need your help yep. and his willingness to accept us. Yep. But even once we've accepted him, um, we, we can a, turn away again. <laughs> we have a tendency to run away and, yeah. and trust in ourselves and what we know, which is what Grace was doing. Like, Yeah, that's right. She would keep going back to her old way. She would keep going back to what she knew. Yeah, that's right. And mm. so we do the same thing of just like, oh, I don't know. Thanks, thanks for helping me out of that tough situation, God. Anyway, I want to go get lots of money now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, thanks for healing me from my sickness, God. Anyway, I'm just going to try and be really popular. Yep. Um, and time and time again, God doesn't go like, well, I'm going to leave you to your devices now. You know, you're, that's it. That was your last chance. Yeah. Um, I'm, I mean, grace was in need of grace. <laughs> <laughs> and we are also in need of in grace. In need of grace. And yeah. God provides us with endless grace. He does. Um, all that's required of us is to actually turn to him, yeah. come back to him, and again He's, and again, as Ethan, yeah, did <laughs> as <laughs> his perfect man who who <laughs> loves everyone more than himself. Yeah, God loves us to the point that He died for us. Yes, um, yeah. And so yeah, he, he offers us endless grace. He's a kind God who's willing to, 
waiting there to pick up the pieces when we inevitably broken again. Yeah. Yeah. So that's awesome. That's a really cool point. I didn't think about that at all. Mm. Um, one thing I wanted to talk about is just this is, I guess, adjacent to the movie, but the whole concept of AI, artificial intelligence. Let's talk about it. It's it's a big topic at the moment. Yeah, big bad um, AI. Yeah. <laughs> Scary. Well, there's a lot of like reasons that I, I mean aspects to it um, mm. and i guess i'm gonna have the header ai is it good bad or scary um and i think i mean i guess i'll point like provide some different perspectives mm. so i come from a tech background i've um i got a bachelor in, in it um and so i guess from for me Mm. AI and I guess what it provides as a tool mm. um, in development mm. is really cool, mm. especially like when you're programming. Um, as someone who likes developing things by myself, the uh, the power that like ChatGPT, um, for example, provides um, is massive. Mm. Like to, to turn a, like a, a single person studio to be able to develop huge amounts of apps and things much quicker mm. when used well. Um, so that's one perspective. Um, a big discourse. I'm kind of I'm a user of Twitter, and a lot of the spaces I'm in there are there are a lot of artists. Um, and so there is a big discussion there around some of the some of the AI tools around generating art. Yeah. <clears throat> so for those who don't understand how AI works, um, I guess it's a bit misleading the the phrase artificial intelligence because a lot of the stuff that we see isn't actually an intelligence. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of probabilities, um, and maths uh, formulas, and so. When it comes to like things like ChatGPT or things like Dali, um, these tools that can create, I guess, uh, sentences or images, mm-hmm. it to be able to do that, it requires a huge library of reference. Right. So data. I think the Dali image generator to be able, when you type in that, like create me an image in this style, mm. it has to have already seen that style. Yeah. And Rather than it being, rather than viewing it as something that's creating something from scratch, it's more similar to someone grabbing a hundred puzzles, mm-hmm. taking the pieces out of that puzzle that they like, and forming it into a new puzzle. Right. And yep. so, without those original images, you wouldn't have the image that's been generated. And people, humans, like humans, have created those original that data. images. Yeah. Um, and so, the big discussion, the controversy is: well, those people who spent hours and hours of time creating these images. Mm. Should they be compensated for, I guess, you almost like appropriating their work? Yep. Using it. It's, it's similar. If you were writing a, a scientific journal mm. or paper and you couldn't just go and grab people's <laughs> things that they've written in their journals and f- make your journal out of that. Yeah. You got to reference it. You yeah. Know. You Royalties. Need- That's right. People yeah. need to be paid. People need to be referenced. Mm. Um, and so, this new tool that can create whole new pieces of art- mm. um, and that, which will then mean that someone won't be hired to make that art, yep. is built upon the work of those people. Yep. So that is the controversy around that, mm. um, where in some senses it is a really cool and useful tool. Mm. It allows people to make stuff that they wouldn't have had the ability to before because mm. um, either they don't have the talent or they don't have, like haven't invested enough time into learning the skill, yep. or it's you just don't you can't have that broader range of skills. Yeah. Um, but at the same time. It is at the expense of a whole field and a whole mm. bunch of different fields of people. Yep. Um, but yeah, so when we think about the future of AI and like what I guess these new tools actually bring, mm. there are some 
interesting discussions to be had. What, are, what have you been your thoughts around, I guess, the whole progression of AI? Yeah. Wow. Um, it, it is a whole thing, AI. And yeah, I've seen some just really terrifying clips on, on YouTube <laughs> and AI and, and things like that. Um, I don't have too much of a great understanding of AI yeah. as much as you do, Joe. Um, <laughs> that's sort of more your space than it is mine. Um, but I think AI inherently, like you said, it's not perfect. Mm. It'll have flaws. That's right. Um, we've just mentioned some of these flaws um and how s- some people yeah miss out on being compensated and things like that um <clears throat> and so i think like any technology really um can be used for good yeah or f- for, for evil um <laughs> and and so that's more so yeah. my sort of concern is like how will it be used yeah yeah and so you look at some of these tools um so you, there are ai tools now too um we could about talk about deep fakes that's an ai tool yes. where you can replicate someone's appearance yeah that was a video the, the movie um, yeah at the airports yeah <laughs> that's right um then you've got audio deep fakes so yeah. you can replicate someone's voice through ai yeah and all these technologies are using very similar um like systems where it, it accesses reference data mm. and then probabilistically probability i don't know how that what the word is yeah. but just based on what the probabilities are produces some other data yep um it's not using making intelligent choices i guess by it's not like the sentient being as portrayed in the movie yeah um but i guess then getting into that so that's i guess the good and the bad mm. um there are good there is good there mm. um and so I, I think there's a youtube channel corridor crew mm. explore some of the good even within the film industry of how a, a small studio can make um bigger projects without needing as much money um which is really it's good honestly if you are an advocate of i guess free expression um or people being able to um have like a broad range of options in media Mm. then that is good to provide people the chances to express themselves in those ways yep but then the bad then is well who's kind of all i guess tech um innovation Mm. has some kind of cost yes and one of the costs of this is I mean, similar to 3D animation, how that had a big cost on the 2D animators. Yeah. Um, or you think, think about the Polaroid having a cost on people who had spent their lives painting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, this has a big cost potentially on lots of artists, a yeah. huge range, variety of artists, photographers. Music, maybe even? It could, well, music is something that's still in development, but it could get there. Yeah. Um, there could be an AI music thing <laughs> where yep. yeah, musicians aren't being compensated properly. But then we think about the scary Mm. there is a scary aspect to ai um in the movie it's the scary is displayed or described as like um a sentient being that wants to take over the world yeah and i mean that's been done and then when i said that was kind of cliche as you you look at a movie like terminator (laughs) (laughs) which is so old now yeah um that was pretty much the plot of that movie is you've got the machines have risen up and want to wipe out humanity yeah um and so that's it. Seems to be Hollywood's version of the scary AI is this AI that either goes, "Well, we need to keep humanity safe. What's the best way to do it? Destroy humanity." <laughs> <laughs> um, which, in some senses, um, I guess there is a risk there. Yeah, uh, we're so deeply ingrained in technology in our culture these days that if you do have software that is mass produced around our society. Mm and all depend on the same piece of software mm. and that software mal- malfunctions, you could really just like damage a lot of society in one go. Yep. But 
Fortunately, that's not really how our society operates. Yeah. Like, we don't have one big operating system that everything runs on. That's right. Um, but when I think about scary, I start to think of the way that you're saying, like, how humans can misuse AI. Oh, yeah. Um, and when we think about things like deep fakes um, and just, like, I mean, here's a simple example. My wife um, scores scams the other day. <clears throat> so, she tried to do some online shopping and she visited a website that she thought was one website, but mm. someone had created like a replicate of it. Yeah, that looks wow. the same. And so she sent them the money. Mm. Um, and so that was a pretty advanced setup, but which isn't that hard to do. Like mm. you can just copy someone else's website, like yep. copy and paste it yep. and just change where the money gets sent. Yep. Um, think about now you, you in- implement AI in these systems for, for scammers, people who- will call up, um, you know, you get phone calls. Old people get calls from scams all the time. Yep. What if now they get a phone call and it's from their mum? Or yeah. Or you get from your, from, I guess if it's a grandpa- grand- grandparent, it would be from their granddaughter or grandson or their daughter or whatever. That's right. And it's their voice on the phone. Yeah. Because AI can do that. <laughs> it can. All it needs is like 30 uh, seconds of your voice yeah. and it can replicate your voice. Yep. Um, it's scary. It's, it's really terrifying. scary. Um, Imagine oh, that being done on a mass- Mass scale. Yeah. You, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it's already happening. Happening, yeah. Um, and things like, if we talk about political warfare, news, news, what's can be, real? Yeah, what's real? What are you news? watching? What are you watching? On social media, there's so much stuff now that you can like. That's someone has just made that up. Exactly. Um, so a lot of that for me is where it gets scary. Of like, the way that people can maliciously use, mm. I guess, the falsifying of identity. Exactly. To, in such a really hard to detect way. Yep. Um, yeah, there's so many options for it now. Mm. Um, yeah, I think, I guess on the bright side. Yes. Looking forward, <laughs> looking to the future. Is there anything? Is there, <laughs> there is, I mean, there is like an encouragement in the sense that as AI progresses in its ability to fake things, mm. it also progresses in its ability to detect fake things. Yeah. Um, so sure. I don't think we'll ever get to the point where we'll have undetectable AI-generated things. Mm. There'll always be a system or a way to check if it's been created. Mm. But the way to check and the way to work that out, I think, is getting harder. Yeah, okay. Yep. And especially just for your average person <laughs> who doesn't have, like, a, a system in place to run a, a check on this this sentence. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, you're like, oh, I've got this voicemail. Let me run it through my voicemail processor. Yeah. But, I mean, at the same time, we're talking about technology. Yeah. Those systems might become built in. So you might have on your on your phone an automatic like detector for those kinds of things. That's so, right. That's right. So yeah, it's not all um, it's gloom all, and doom. Yeah, but it's it is. All grim. I think this movie and discussions around AI, it is important to be aware. Oh yeah, definitely. You don't want to be you know a duck and yeah, that's right. It's sitting duck sitting and just duck. if you're unaware of what people can do, then mm. it, if it happens to you, you like. Yeah. You'd have no idea. Yeah, but at least exactly. if you're aware, like, this is an option. So, mm. an example, if you get a scam call, I try not to- If it's an unknown number, I try not to answer. If, like, I, I pick it up, I don't speak until I hear them speaking because someone could just be on the line wanting to record your voice. That's right. <laughs> yep. Um, smart, so, smart. Yeah. Technique. Steps mm. like that of, like, okay, realizing, let's just have a bit more awareness around what I do with my, mm. my information or especially identity. Yes. Things that I guess our, our society is super built upon, photo ID, voice ID, and all these things right now. That's right. Um, 
Anyway, yeah. Any other thoughts <laughs> after that on the uh, the values or the the messages of this movie? Yeah. Um, I guess what you use. Like, I, the, the, there were moments of testing. I think mm. both for Grace and um, uh, Ethan. Ethan. Yeah. Mm. Um, you know, Ethan has an opportunity to like, I think, kill the, the villain. Um, yeah, right. And he decides to do it. He decides to do it. Yeah. Um, Which surprised me. Yeah. yeah I was, because I, I don't, I, hope, I think they'll explore in the next movie. Mm. But the idea was that he, um, he went into it with the idea of, I shouldn't kill this guy. Mm. But then the, the person said, oh, you can't kill me. I'm the only one who knows the thing. But then Ethan decides to kill him anyway. Well, he's killed so many people. Yeah. So it's not like a. <laughs> a I think yeah. It, I think it was a decision out of anger, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then you have Grace on the train. She, you know, hundred million dollars. Right. Yeah. She's gonna she run away with down. that. Yeah. She turns it down. Which I was like, ah, oh, there you go. That's, um, her, that's her moment. Yeah. <laughs> that's sort of her moment. Like, mm. is she gonna continue doing what she used to do? You know, running yeah. away with people's belongings, or she like decides to stop there? Yeah. Um. So that I thought that was cool. Yeah, everyone kind of had their, yeah, the moment of um, testing, I guess. Mm, and Ethan yeah. failed his. Yeah. And Grace well, succeeded. Ethan passes because he, he was tempted with power at some point as well. Like, um, yeah, because the, the guy that he was trying to kill was like, I, like, join me or something like that. Or was he? I think so. Okay. There was a moment where, like, he was tempted with the idea of controlling this um instead of killing it i think okay controlling this sentient thing i know a few people were like they had those detectives that are following them the whole movie oh they're, which they're are super funny. forgettable but <laughs> <laughs> well, they are funny yeah and the whole discussion they have around um they had a moment of like well what if he what if he knows what he's doing <laughs> <laughs> what if yeah. he has a good reason for doing and then he's like whose side are you on and i'm like yeah. oh i guess i guess everyone's everyone. side. <laughs> that was great yeah, that was a good line yeah um but yeah, well, I guess for Ethan, it's never really about power, mm. but there definitely is an, an anger. I mean- No, he, I thought, I, I, I specifically thought he was tempted with the idea of controlling the thing and then he yeah. like goes against and he's like, no, I'm going to kill this thing. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. 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 So I think that's, he's like, he's pretty consistently like, I'm not in it for myself. Yeah. He loves the world too much. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he loves everyone. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think, and even look, going back to- Movie three. Yeah. Um, Ethan Hunt consistently kind of has this problem with controlling his anger, I guess. He's like, his idea of justice. Someone yeah. who's done the wrong thing needs to be, be punished. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess he fails that test. <laughs> yeah, cool. Well, I guess um, wrapping up our, our uh, review, um, the youth pass the takeaway for all you youth passes out there if you want a, an easy and really profound statement. Here we go. Tom Cruise is on an impossible mission facing death. But our mission has been made possible by Jesus. There you go. Woo. Yeah, drop woo, the mic. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for the applause. <laughs> All right. Well, that's been our review. Um, as, as I always like to, let's look at some of the, some great quotes, some great pieces of truth. Let's do it. Um, from the one and only source, IMDb. Mm. Some IMDb trivia. Mm. Uh, here we go. The frequent delays caused by COVID-19 ballooned the budget to $290 million. So, very expensive. It makes yeah. it the most expensive Mission Impossible film 
and the most expensive film of Tom Cruise's career. So this is a big boy. Oh yeah, a lot of money, and yeah. hopefully they can make all that money back. Mm. Um, here we go. This is a <laughs> fun fact. Mm. So what appears to be a preserved Britannia class steam locomotive. Um, curiously disguised as a French engine, <laughs> is destroyed by plunging over a cliff into a quarry. However, this was actually a specially commissioned non-functioning stunt replica. Wow. So they created their own train for that, wow. that crash. I think they weren't able to get an actual train to destroy yeah, it. So they had to create They had to create like a stunt wow. train. Yeah. It looked good. It sense. Like yeah. the budget ballooning to 200. <laughs> yeah. like you're creating a whole train. Oh, like, wow. Enough. Yeah. And, but it looked good. Yeah. I definitely... It, uh, yeah, I think it, it worked well. It's a few milli. Here we go. Fun fact. The opening credits do not appear until 28 minutes into the film. <laughs> Took a while. I do like Mission Impossible credits. If you didn't know... All Mission Impossible's opening credits, they flash scenes of the movie you're about to watch throughout it, mm. um, which is super, like, brave. It's, yeah. it's not like we're going to spoil the movie. It's like, this is what you've got to look forward to. <laughs> this is the up-and-coming scenes, yeah. um, which I really like. Yeah. So, that's our our review. Mm. Um, yeah, we, we both enjoyed it. Mm. I was let down a little bit, but definitely would still recommend. Yeah. Uh, all right, well, Tiller, our, our next segment. What have you, I guess, what other things have you been watching or, or reading or doing? What What are some things you're looking forward to? Well, Oppenheimer's coming out next week. So yes. we've been talking about that on this podcast. For, yes, uh, join us in our now. next episode. So that's going to be really good. I'm looking forward to it. We have been warned that there is some inappropriate scenes in it. Yep, we're going to um, close our eyes. We're going to close our eyes. Um, so be careful. <laughs> um, but yeah, I am looking forward to all other aspects of that movie. <laughs> We've had some recommendations from our team leader, our boss. Um, he recommended watching Seven Pounds, I think. Seven Pounds. Yeah, yeah. I think that was yeah, the, the one. Will Smith one. Yeah, he said yeah. we have to watch that one. So we'll see. We'll yeah. see if we can fit we'll that see in. See if somewhere. we can fit that in. <laughs> um, I, I do want to watch The Sound of Freedom if we can get access to it. There's a lot of drama. Isn't that one on Disney Plus? It's not. It's not. Oh. Disney doesn't want it on Disney Plus. Okay. Because it exposes um, child sex trafficking. So there's oh, a, right. so if you haven't looked into this, yeah. like audience and you yourself, Joe, yeah. look into all the drama surrounding this movie. Okay. The elites and Hollywood, the mainstream media, <laughs> they are slamming this film. Right. When you, when you would think everyone would get behind a film that's trying to expose child, like, sex, child tra- sex trafficking. Yeah. But like, they're like- they're not on board with they're it. They're not on board with it. And so yeah, it's very- Yeah, we'll, we'll have to give it a watch as well. Well, that's the thing. We can't watch it in Australia. Oh, really? Well, people are struggling to watch it in the United States. Oh, wow. Yeah, like the people going to cinemas. Yeah. And all of a sudden, these cinemas, the, the air conditioner doesn't work. And uh, halfway, these movies are like- The movies like being <laughs> shot and like having screen problems and things like that. And it's oh, happening dear. all over the United States. I'll have to give it a look. There's a whole conspiracy on it. <laughs> Genuinely. We love conspiracies. (laughs) (laughs) So. Okay. um, But apparently Elon Musk is willing to um, stream it on Twitter. On Twitter. There you go. Well, he's done that. They they can put full movies on Twitter now. Yeah. Have the ability to. Okay, cool. So, those are some, some things that we might- look and uh do some episodes about i've yeah. i've been watching quite a few movies um just a couple i watched i think i'm not sure if i mentioned it, i watched extraction 2 yeah the sequel right. to extraction which is on netflix i thought it was all right yeah. i didn't think it was as good as the first one yeah um but it had some good moments good action again yeah uh probably a bit worse than mission impossible yeah so, 
give it a watch if you have time. I think they're making a third one. Mm. So there's no real rush to watch that. <laughs> <laughs> I watched The Meg. Have you seen that? Oh, yeah. We Jason talked about Statham. this. What a... Yeah. <laughs> it's so bad. Yeah. <laughs> Why? But it's one of those movies that it's just fun to watch. Yeah. You just okay. laugh at the lines and the... Yep. The ridiculousness of it. The the opening to Mission Impossible, they have the trailer for the second one. Mm. And I think they're really leaning into the campiness of it, just how <laughs> ridiculous it is. So, yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to the Meg 2. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that one was funny, but bad. And I, I'm not sure if I mentioned this one, but I watched The Flash as well. Yes. The Flash. Not good. Yeah. Re- do not recommend. Okay. It's kind of like the dying gasps of the dc universe oh. it's it's bad it has yeah. it starts interesting yeah but throughout throughout it the cgi is like shocking mm. it ends they basically he runs really fast mm. in a pile of dirt mm. it's kind of how it ends mm. um and yeah just not that compelling didn't enjoy it yeah and very long as well so fair enough that's my quick review for that <laughs> <laughs> not good don't watch <laughs> don't watch it uh, cool. All right. Well, I think that, that brings us towards the end of this episode. My, I guess my disclaimer that I like to, to give is that neither of us are super qualified by any means. We're not theologians. We're not pastors. Um, not but all. we just really hope that you guys got something interesting or encouraging from our discussion. Yeah. Um, we both love talking about movies. We do. Um, so, yeah. If you guys wanted to get in contact with us, uh, you can now find us at goodfridayfilms.com. We've got a website now. You can... See our latest episodes there. You can contact us or you can just send us an email directly at goodfridayfilmspod at gmail.com. Um, otherwise, pretty much on every social media site, we're just Good Friday Films. Yeah. So we'd love to hear from you guys. Let us know your thoughts. Uh, leave us a review on any podcast streaming platform you have. Send us recommendations. Send us recommendations. What movies you want us to watch. Yeah. Um, tell us if you want us to to be further away from the mics you know all that, that kind of good stuff <laughs> we laugh too loud yeah I've, my laugh's too loud just tell me that I'd love to hear it yeah. <laughs> I'll just laugh at you so <laughs> um, but yeah thanks for listening everyone um, join us next week when we will hopefully be discussing Oppenheimer looking forward to it alright bye bye